I've got the boys together. Jonas. So do what? Spank the bastards. Warning. Hang with the boys contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended or you're a superhero, do not continue to listen. Pardon my French. Fuck those fuckers. Welcome, everybody, to Crossroads Presents Hang With The Boys, where we're talking about Supernatural creator Eric Kripke's new hit TV show on Amazon, The Boys. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, Good For Your Soul. Hmm. Now, this one was directed by Stefan Schwartz and written by Anne Saunders. I'm going to try and not fuck up her middle name by skipping it entirely. You did a good job with that one. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, this episode, we see the look, a look behind the Believe Expo where superhero Ezekiel is hosting this Christian faith camp festival extravaganza where Huey Butcher and Mother's Milk all go to try and get a little bit more detail, blackmailing him ultimately for what his involvement is with Compound V. Meanwhile, we have the fallout from some of the previous episode events on the superhero front, as well as Frenchie has a surprising revelation with the female character. Yeah. Now, this episode was, it was interesting. Episode four had the the plane crash and the holy shit, this is dark moment. It was a lot of dropping the breadcrumbs to reveals. And yes. I feel like a lot of that came to a head in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That revealed some very personal and maybe intimate moments for some of our characters. I think it was probably the most personal episode we've had yeah. so far. For almost everyone. Yeah. I think we also. Even the shit heels. Yeah. I think we also hit a lot of like, and I think this has been a theme for the, at least the first, you know, four episodes. We hit a lot of things that are actually still prevalent and, and, uh, topics that we still uh have today um so this one like for me is pretty i want to i don't want to use the word disturbing but very like you know it, it's uncomfortable it's as, very, as the uncomfortable whole, is the right word as the it's whole very show uncomfortable. has been. but while the fourth episode had the plain and very in your face visceral death element yep. mm-hmm. this one did a good job like some of the earlier episodes with the darker nature of current day events and current day activities. And the hypocrisy within the church. The hypocrisy within a lot of faith groups and the darker nature that seems innocent on the surface or masquerades as something good. It seems like the boys does a, this episode here is about the dark nature of corporate or celebrity stardom. And then this one's the in your face, somebody died terrible moment and then we go back and forth between these two exploring different avenues each time you said something before we started the show today as well and you know not only is it about all those things you mentioned but also doubling down on everything the the accumulation of all of our of our discussions from episode one to now it all comes down to one word idolatry do you know what idolatry is that's the worshiping of false idols and that was brought to the forefront of this episode in such an excellent way. Using the church as the foundation, the very organization mm-hmm. that denounces idolatry, one of the, the sins of the Bible, and yet mm-hmm. they're guilty of this. And not just them, but every one of our shitheel enemies. This is what it accumulates to. 
Accumulates? Is that accumulates. a Accumulates. Accumulates. Accumulates is a completely a different thing. What's accumulate? That's when is you, that when you, when you <laughs> No, that's what Peter North has when he shoots seven jets. Yeah. He accumulates ropes. on people. Yeah, ropes. <laughs> seven ropes. He's like, hey, babe. That was only three. Thank you for that. I could have added four more, but I didn't. Thank you for showing us you know how to count. I was getting nervous. <laughs> Not I don't you. think he showed us how he knows how to count. Well, he said he seven shoots, ropes. He one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> one, ah, ah. Oh, in God. your eye, eye, eye. <laughs> two in your eye, eye, eye. Good Lord. Can you anyway, imagine getting that much show, cum in your eye? Thomas, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do, oh, okay, let's move on. This is the boys. Yeah. If oh, you're so watching just gonna the boys, fuck those fuckers. Fair enough. Yeah. We can say almost anything on this show. Yeah. And if you're offended, like, are you watching are you the watching boys? Are you watching the boys? Are you watching the same show? Are you watching the show where the guy was going to put his finger in a dolphin? Yeah. He was going to fuck a dolphin. Only the, the, the ring. Yeah. Only the edges. It was only a button. It's only not the, an entrance. Basically, that was the dolphin way of saying just the tip. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was literally what the dolphins said. <laughs> yeah, I think just so. Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> 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 Y'all fuckers didn't know I spoke dolphin, did you? Hey, Flipper, what are you trying to tell us, Flipper? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> what is, put what, it in my ass. What's he saying, Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> Something about free willy. I'm, I'm not quite sure, Mike. I can't make it out. Oh, oh my God. He's got a massive erection. <laughs> 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 oh, whoa. There's two dolphins in this water now. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, that didn't sound like a horse. That was a horse. <laughs> anyways, right. anyways. No, th- uh, this episode, it had a lot more of the the darker elements that masquerade as something good. And you're right. Oh, the, yes. the false ideology. Yeah. I think some people could take this episode as making fun of or discrediting faith entirely i don't think they did that i think I they did think a good so, job yeah. of showing that the pieces of shit are the ones who prey off these people that's butcher that's it right there. butcher himself doesn't believe in any of this but huey says very much a mentality that i share which is i don't necessarily believe in a guy up there with white robes but i don't think it can all be random chaos either yeah and starlight talks about how she loved or loves god but that these people who take your money at 170 dollars a ticket don't know anything and i felt that it was hard to watch things like ezekiel say i have powers because we were chosen that just puts them on this pedestal claiming that they that is the definition of the bible story of worshiping the the golden calf yeah you think you have the powers of god and that you deserve something more i yeah i went to i went to church for a while there yeah that you deserve to be better than everyone else. And now and you're then, bisexual. I know, right? That's why I don't go to church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Homelander doing the Jesus pose over a wave of people who are scared and afraid. Like, religion is a huge aspect in this one. Isn't that the T pose? The T pose. It's the Jesus. Yeah. You know? I can't do it because there's a thing in here. Oh, the video? It's yeah. cropping you? Yeah. We, we know. We know what you're doing. Do you? But I think this one, more importantly than the religious aspect, was, as you said, it's very personal, this episode. Yeah. We see a lot of the relationships of a lot of different characters, how they interact with each other, what when push comes to shove, what they will do, and what that says about the person. Well, you get to see also, to the, the expanding on Starlight's nativity, like her 
Well, kind of breaking free of it a bit. Yeah, too. It, like yeah. she she's breaking the chains. What a great uh, moment. Yeah, breaking the chains of of her childhood, and I think it's it's when you're a kid, you 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 do these things, and they become nostalgia. And this was a nostalgia thing for her, going back to this thing that she did mm-hmm. her entire childhood. Believe right? Expo. Yeah, Believe Expo, and then coming back and breaking the chains that have held her back. And honestly, that scene is amazing. Like, by far, one of the coolest scenes so far in the episode of just her realizing. every moment she had was great. She's awesome in this episode. Like, she's fantastic. And She's definitely the highlight. Yeah, the highlight, yeah. yeah. And I think, that, so just that whole kind of, like, breaking the chains of your old past and, and kind of moving forward or stepping forward into something. It shows growth. Yes. That mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's childhood beliefs that you can choose to continue to believe that holds you down that shackle you yep or you can break free and, and think move from yourself no longer being well, you know bound to some form of collective thought we always think talk- for yourself have your own identity yep. and don't allow someone or a group to form your opinions yep. for you we always talk about too like you always grow up thinking that your parents are these superhumans. They know and, everything. And they know everything. They can do anything. And I think it's interesting in this episode where you, she, you know, she breaks free of that and kind of like, okay, well, my mom is clearly not the coolest person that I know. She's not a cool, she's not cool. She's not, you know, she's. Well, she's borderline hypocritical yeah, too. It's like, exactly. honey, I know you're not a virgin, but tell the right story. You're right, exactly. And I think it's like, dude, if my mom much, ever said anything like that to me, I would never speak to her again. I cannot. One thing. No, no. I'm just saying one thing I can't. And then maybe that's why this episode made me sick at times. One thing I can't take. Is a dick. Yes. Hypocrisy. Yeah. I, that's what bothers me the most. It's hypocrisy. Rough, I, well, it bothers me, especially, especially because religion is supposed to be your safe space. It's supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be the place where people yep. care for you the most. Your pastors, your your pastor, your uh, reverend, your priest, your priest, whatever. whatever you want to call them. They're supposed to be the person that cares about you the most, that, that is or at least enough unsullied to you know, in any way. You. And yet it's the most debauched place in this in this episode. The episode is very much a couple things. So to your point, Ryan, it, it is it does have that. We have nostalgia. We have these rose tinted glasses yep. of what our past was. And when she comes back there, she it, she asks questions to her mom is one of my one line that I found really interesting where she says, was that always there? Was that always like this? Is this new? He's waking up like, no, that's always been there. And it's that fly straight from Homeland yeah. kind of thing. And can you do that one more time? <laughs> you know, the idea of hiding. Thomas, don't fly straight. If you know what I mean? Hiding no, who you curved. I had problems with this episode, not like, you know, the actual episode, but I'm like, th- this hits home for some things because it's very much hiding who you are, hiding the truth. And the idea that. What I liked about this episode the most was the, the power was, yes, all the gay. <laughs> actually, well, my favorite part was Huey talking to Ezekiel. That was fucking oh, yeah, actually, hilarious. Actually, that but, was, that was but we'll get hilarious. to that. Yeah. But the what I liked was everybody who was there because they were a regular person who had faith wanted to be there for the right reasons. And everybody who was there in a position of power was abusing it. Yep. And whether it's religion or politics or celebrity power or anything, we, we know that happens a lot. That's what the whole point of the show is, is how power corrupts. And 
one of the best moments I thought was when the they were having the community circle and the priest was talking about you should convert your friend. You should make all these problems. Ugh. You should do these other things. And Starlight's sitting there so uncomfortable with that. Mm. But what they're telling her to say and how you have to hide your beliefs at something that's all about belief. Yeah. I've said this before. I think one of the things about an episode like this for me is I have a really hard time of watching embarrassing things. Like like mm. when I know that a you character... You ever watch your, the video feed of these shows? I, well, that's... I'm trying to be an idiot. There's a difference. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched a few clips. <laughs> um, I, I have a hard time watching... In any TV show or movie, I have a hard time watching someone embarrass themselves. Yeah. Because it, you you start to feel it as someone... Watch, you're like, fuck, man, it's yeah. embarrassing. And I think her sitting in that circle and the priest kind of taking her words that she says... Mm, and let's twist of, this. Yeah, let's twist it to our... You know, narrative, our narrative. And I think it goes, it even goes back to the Vought. Like they're twisting everything to their narrative. And I, that is the kind of the main concept of these first five episodes is that everything is twisted and turned to their own narrative. Yeah. And I think seeing this and watching her kind of go, wait, that's not what I said in her head. Like you can see her clearly change tone. Like, okay, that's not what yeah, I just said. You I'm just changed. Yeah. Whatever. I'm a virgin. I've never had a dick. Yeah. Like, it was hard to watch her. What are those stretch marks around your mouth then? Oh! Ooh, what's that stuff on your cheek there? Oh! Ooh. <laughs> Jesus, we are the douches of this you show. You guys are the deep. <laughs> God damn it, dude. You're looking around later with a Twinkie and like, oh shit, are they talking about me? I do like Twinkies. It was <laughs> tough to watch her see her her faith and her past. Just disappear. Just disappear before yeah. her very eyes. And... Even Vought said, wear this costume because it's sexy and more appealing. Mm. Oh, you're at the church thing? Wear, wear your old costume. costume. Yeah. It's better and for this demographic. And the manipulation of how we look and how we present ourselves to fit in, ultimately. Yeah. That was kind of tough to watch, especially with Ezekiel being the fucking hypocrite that yeah. he is in this episode, who immediately turns violent. <laughs> like, right. Just <laughs> boop. Yeah, that that was... Can we Can we talk about how awesome butcher's interaction with the guy at the fucking booth was like, can we talk about oh, man. when he like basically <laughs> is calling the dude out right? calling God, the C okay. word. Yeah. But okay. Yes. That was amazing. <laughs> and this is classic Kripke. Dude. Yeah. He can take comedy and have some meaning to it because his anger towards religion in that scene mm-hmm. says so much about, about him, him. Yep. and what he's currently going through. He doesn't have faith. And maybe that's why he's so angry. Maybe that's why he's so adamant about getting these these soups. Well, People, he doesn't believe that Starlight can be a good person. Yeah. Huey Even knows. though she clearly is yeah. a good person. But he doesn't believe. Yeah. I, I thought that said... That moment with, but, th- with a butcher said more than anything we've seen all season from him. It, he's 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 literally taking out his own anger yeah. on something because he just he's doesn't. He's a dude that lost faith, you can yep. tell. Yep. And I'm sure sometimes. In the some, system, it, in it what's right and wrong. It doesn't necessarily need to be about, about religion, losing faith in religion. No, but he's lost not. faith in something, and that was the point. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's made him the character that he is. He's made him this spiteful piece of shit. And... But that scene is just amazing because just <laughs> I'll be I'll be here all all day. Like, yes, I love, dude, it was so like good. The, the casual so walk good. away nature, not giving a fuck. The other the other part dude, of this, he is owning every every scene, second, every scene. Let's Carl bro Carl Urban. Urban for five minutes. Well, here we go. All right, listen, the, mo- the show. 
The show isn't really about him like as much as I was hoping it would be. Yeah. It is an ensemble cast. However, every scene he's in, he owns. Yeah. He owns it. He does. I the other the there's another scene that really got me that really made me kind of like, oh man. I'm really I really like Huey and Starlight together. Yeah. I think Oh, you ship them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they're I think they're the perfect she needs someone normal. Which is him, technically, and he needs someone to have so faith. So, whether it is Hugh Light, yeah, Hugh Light, Starry, 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 uh, yeah, Starry. Yeah, I, I like, like that ship name. I think that's let's a go po- tweet I think, that out. I think that's a Pokemon, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, I, there was a scene, the scene where she, he asked her to get him naked. The, the no, <laughs> no, that's that's no. you and your fan fiction. No, oh, okay. um, the tickets, the tickets, yeah. the, back- the Diamond it, Club Pass, dude. If that grand. that made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes, yep. because, because you just so, said you just said a few moments ago that you hate watching people. That's embarrassing. Hmm? If, so, so for yes, me, I'm watching tough. this, and here's why this is incredibly embarrassing for me because. I have been in those situations where I'm asking I might, for tickets. Yeah, you? You well, not, not, no, bitch. like people asking me for tickets or like Angelica. I know you're hot and you got into this event. Can you get me in? As well, <laughs> I don't think we've ever actually used her to get into an event. Oh, you've used her. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> that, I've been in that situation. Mike's just and leaning into this character. Yeah, for this show. he's really, yeah, he's really on his douche character today. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I that scene was incredibly uncomfortable because. By doing that, you are clearly ruining your shot you're, with her. You're tainting your relationship. Yes. And, and that was the biggest thing. Relationships was the whole episode. And yeah. hypocrisy. And, and, and hypocrisy. Be, be, because, because that whole scene you're describing, Ryan, with, uh, with Huey, yeah. I mean, what's he being? He's being a hypocrite. He's being a yeah. hypocrite. He's yeah. lying. He's deceiving. He's lying his ass off to do, yeah. He is completely being exactly what everyone else is. And it's awesome how they set up Starlight as the one that would set him free. He almost told her the truth. Yeah. He was oh. so fucking close, dude. And to see him do that, because you can see how he, how Huey in this episode, he was struggling uh, to put people in harm's way. He wasn't happy with what he was doing, yep. but he was committed. And you can see that his struggle is with guilt that's kind of what is motivating his character in this episode is the fact that he is guilty and yet he's motivated by that very guilt because every time he's like you know what i don't think i'm gonna do this suddenly he remembers why he's here Mm -hmm. he's guilty on both sides and that's the hardest part he's guilty with starlight and then he feels guilty with butcher because he's not doing he's right in the middle yeah he's fucked like he's that's what makes him such a great character because he's he's conflicted on both sides because starlight is clearly a nice person he's stealing the show i I think the saddest part with the huey and starlight bit is that she is being betrayed and everyone behind everyone around her even her mom is a liar she cannot trust them and the one person she thinks right now huey that she can't trust. He's lying too. He's yep. lying just as much. And that's why we're and all hurts, waiting dude. for him. And he it hurts, doesn't bro. want to. And that's the fucking we're hardest all part waiting to, want. For it to happen. Dude, it's going to break my heart. I love yeah. them together. They're and we, awesome. And we know it's going to happen. Yeah. And that's the point. We it's know, And that's why it adds to that the tension. Whole, yes. That whole scene means that much more because we know she's going to find out. Yeah. We it's, know it. It's painful oh, to watch that God. Now yeah. you guys got me down in the dumps, dude. But at the same time, Huey is writing that line and playing both sides of the field and kind of like he's reveling yes and he's reveling in it (laughs) kind of like me and the fact that he he's surprised by what he's capable of dude i love it 
he he starts by saying to Butcher, you know, Butcher, just like just like Huey is pushing his relationship with Starlight, Butcher pushes his relationship with Huey. What used to be, hey, I need your help. Now you're a murderer. Now blackmail this guy. He keeps pushing him into more and more uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. But the sad fact is Huey is excelling at every part of it. Even M.M. is like, damn, dude, you were fucking good at this He's shit. a natural. He's a natural. He's, a, he's naturally a part of the boys. And <sighs> to see him <sighs> take blackmail and, and put himself in such harm's way with What Homelander, about a blackmail? Whoa, no. dude, why you gotta be like why that, bring Thomas? Race into this? Why is it always because a race M. thing M. with was you? was in the episode. There you why, go. Why is it such a race thing with you? To put himself in such danger dick. with Homelander being right there while he's trying to sneak in and it's so betray Ezekiel. That was fucking great. Too, we see Homelander's darkness come through even more in this dude, episode. I, but that moment when he's doing the baptism and he commits to it. It's so fucking but you hypocritical. See, you dude. S- it's so hypocritical. But what I loved was when Homelander pushes him under the water, that shot. He takes enjoyment in holding him down longer. His face is dark. He's got this sick, twisted smile. He enjoys having someone's life in his hand. Absolutely. Because that's what he has right there. Yep. Huey's risking all of it for this stuff. And Homelander's beaten off at the same time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I want people just to change veer in a different direction for a second i want people to understand how good of an actor this character is homelander anthony Starr, the guy that plays him mm-hmm. you have to watch his other show banshee this guy never knew he was this good <laughs> because banshee he was great i loved him he's like a clint eastwood type character in banshee i thought he was all cowboy yeah dude this guy is all american and the boys and it just makes you respect him on a whole other level because you're like this dude can act his ass off completely different character night and day completely he's terrifying he's incredibly he absolutely is scary i have every scene i'm like oh i I think i don't think i've watched a tv show with this type of character in a very very long time he's intimidating you don't know what to expect from him is he going to kill you is he going to Old Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Ramsey was the same, where you're like, I don't know if he's going to actually be nice or if he's going to snap and chop my dick off. Yeah. The thing thing that makes him so fucking creepy is that at any moment, this guy has the power to literally rip you in two pieces, and he pretends to be nice to you. He's the most two-faced character I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Just the scene with him and A-Train. Where he's like, give me a hug. I love you. I'm and you're always just like, watching. Uh, what? Like, he's just, he's got this creepy vibe to him where it's, it's a controlled chaos where he knows that he can fuck you up. And he knows you know he can fuck he you up. He loves the power trip. He yeah. loves the power trip. And, yeah. and, and I think it was what, Anthony? Anthony, a- Anthony Star. Anthony yeah. Star. Dude, he's he, fucking good. He's so fucking good in this role, I dude. hope this, this TV show makes him. I do too. I, I thought it, it was. I thought it was going to be Banshee. Unfortunately, Banshee went a, under a lot of people's radar. Thomas, did you watch Banshee? I did not. Ryan, nope. Dude, you guys both got to check it out. All right, you will love this guy that much more. And that show is fucking excellent. Okay, yeah. But he he does. He is twisted. He likes holding Huey's life in his hand at that moment. But dude, what a trooper, Huey, to to turn around and confront Ezekiel. 
with that my favorite moment of the episode. He's quickly becoming his, my favorite. His phone wasn't working, and he's just like, "You fucked me." He's all. He <laughs> goes <laughs> off. He goes <laughs> off. I love it. Play, dude. Play my ass like a bongo drum, and like <laughs> the whole jazz improv improv thing. Yeah. I mean, hot damn, was that well written and fucking funny by Ann Saunders? Like, bravo! I was dying laughing, dude. Uh, Jack Quaid, where the dude, fuck is so he come where from? Where the fuck has this guy out been, of, dude? He is so good. Okay, <laughs> out of uh, Meg Ryan and uh, Dennis, Quaid's Dennis Quaid's like body parts. He was the fastest swimmer. Fluids. <laughs> no, well, that that well, you moment. See why he was too? He yeah, was. that moment was. Hilarious. He was an achiever. Overachiever, but going back to the whole lying and about who you are and stuff, Ezekiel, when confronted with this dark truth about himself, dark only in the fact that he's a fucking liar, he immediately snaps to violence against Huey. Yeah, which this man praising all this faith, those strafe, yeah, and, goes- and all this stuff, immediately threatens to kill someone and and do all these other terrible things. It pays off ultimately in the end. But that I, I had to throw out some mention to that <laughs> scene because that was flat out hilarious. Yeah. But relationships was really the big thing. And Huey risks his relationship with Starlight to get this information, which ultimately leads to Butcher and MM going off on finding Compound V with another surprising element to this episode. The idea when we get there that soups are being created in the lab for all intents and purposes. Dude. Wow. I was a little bummed because I wanted it to be kind of a natural thing. I wanted it to be like the next step in evolution gone mm-hmm. awry. Like humanity sucks. You know, that's the direction I thought they were going to go. But this works in a different way for me because now you're dealing with true commercialism. You're making your product. You make fans and you're for the next generation it. so you're that you have 30 years yeah. of fans. This is literally Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. You're putting your stamp on it and you're putting it on lunchboxes and you're selling it. You're yep. selling it. And this is what they're doing. It's exactly what Which is doing. diabolical. Yep. We life, don't know if this life, is against uh, people's uh, will uh, because uh, if, if – we don't know if this is against anybody's <laughs> will. Extrapolating uh, this element – if Starlight and all the others as a result, because we don't know, but if everyone is in fact bred to be a hero yeah, and her mom didn't know, then they're doing this to innocent babies. Dude, I, again, I haven't watched it. None years. of us have watched ahead except Ryan and Ryan, please keep silent. Okay? I'm not saying a word. But if they're going down this route that this was done, experiments performed on the public without their consent or that's their knowing. That's a government thing. Dude, that's something that's fucking real. Up until like, I want to like say. 90s? Two, ni- Early 2000s? I want to say 2001, 2002. It was actually written in law that the government can perform experiments on a controlled population without them knowing. Yep. How fucked up is that? There's been this all kinds of This is Philadelphia experiment type level shit. So if that's the route they're going, I'm cool with that, too, because they're, that's an it's issue. Absolutely, dude. They've talked about that with with the infamous fictional, not really game Polybius, the dosing of ecstasy in the water system. Yeah. Oh, MDMA, well, that's, that's fun, though. All, <laughs> all kinds of other things have actually happened 
through the government. Yeah. And wouldn't that make sense for Butcher and the CIA to be this heavily involved with something that the Vought Corporation is up to, but the lower totem pole guys who are on the field don't know anything about it? Yeah. Man. That would be dark. And yeah. then we're bringing... We've talked about celebrities. We've talked about religion. We've talked about corporate. Now we're bringing the politics and, and government aspect in it into it even more. And the manipulation of this is even worse because we, yep. we know this is going on. If you read anything, the manipulation of politics and government through corporations. Yep. Who owns our government? Why can't we really get anything done? Yep. Because corporations. And that's what's happening here. Yeah. And it's it's haunting that we know this and don't do shit. Yeah. But well, too busy in to be consumed. traditional Kripke fashion, let's also have some fun with this moment, a la a baby laser cannon. <laughs> Dude, okay, that scene. <laughs> Dude, I geeked out a little bit. That I got, was fantastic. Got, how have we not seen a scene like that before? So <laughs> why did no one think of that? I, I know. When I first watched that scene, I almost peed my pants laughing. It was awesome. Dragon Con was this past weekend, and someone dressed no, up as did it. No, someone did dressed it. up as Billy Butcher. Oh, it's awesome! And had a baby with laser eyes that lit up, and he was wow. holding it, walking it around. Oh, that's awesome, dude! I, yeah, I that's lost a great my, costume. That is an absolutely incredible costume. That scene. First of all, I would have never thought to even go that route. No, you and I would probably go the route of Homelander and Stillwell. We just like uh, what we do we cosplay as, yeah. like. We'll have a woman just sit down. We'll just lay down on her lap. And oh, yeah, yeah. you're 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 can, clearly still you, well, and you, I would be. Wait, I'm still well. I didn't yeah. say you and I would do that together. I said you and I would do it. Oh, not together. We would. We would. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You said you and I. Wait, I just Thomas assumed over that, there. I just oh, assumed that you were still well, no. and I was Homelander. I just I assumed when I was speaking. But it would you would understand that we would both do a cosplay like that, oh, not together. Oh, I thought you were saying we were going to do it together. No, we would just find a hot chick at the Comic Con and say, "Hey, do you want to cosplay this? I'm going to lay down on your lap and look up at your boobs." Right, it's a great cosplay. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest, it's perfect for you. <laughs> so now you're going to try to distance yourself from it. Now that, it, now that it's not gay, he's going to distance himself. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I don't know what you're talking about. I like how he Ryan, went to Believe Expo. Dude, <laughs> I like how Ryan uh, is like, he knows he's on a kick. He has to look at the camera to make sure it's on him. Hey, guys, yeah, you watching like, me? You guys watching me right now? Yeah, it's funny, is right? It's good. Dude, <laughs> every so time. Don't awesome. hate the player. Hate the game, dude. Thomas, okay? you never do that. No. In That's fact, you Thomas hope, is never funny. In fact, you, <laughs> you hope the camera's not on you half the yes. time. Yes. Yes. Ryan looks at the camera to make it. sure that it's on him I at this moment. I love it, dude. I am Homelander. Give it to me, dude. <laughs> Give me all the attention. No, I, I, that scene, dude, when I, watched, <sighs> when I watched that scene, I about peed my pants laughing That's because that is, that is not it's, something I ever would have thought of. It's like a 1960s exploitation film type yeah. of maneuver. It, yeah, it's, it's so it's over awesome. the top that yeah. makes it amazing because at the same time, it's so fucking smart. Like, it is so smart for him to do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's so fucking over the top. And I think that's what made that scene so fucking awesome is that it was both of those things. If kids at the same were watching time. this, I know they can't. Well, they should. They be, can, honestly. but they they, yeah, they should. But dude, be. this is the type of thing 12 year olds want to be. You want to be the butcher. Yeah. You want to be that guy. That's the guy. That's it's the Han, like a child. Han Solo of the show. Yeah. You want to. Every kid wants to be him. Yeah. 
the dust, the, you know, the duster and kicking ass with a baby oh, yeah. laser cannon. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to be that guy? Although that does come with some serious baggage, as we learn in this episode, where we knew we we assumed that Homelander had killed Becca, his wife. We, we saw little bits and pieces of her before. Now we find out that she's just been missing. No body, no sign for eight years. And we find out that Butcher is unwilling to let that go. Her sister wants to put up a headstone and move forward. Butcher literally destroys it and takes it down because he's mm-hmm. not willing to accept God, that she I, I might be that. gone. I mean, that's so poetic. That's that's sad, too. Yeah. More than anything. It's really good. Now, do we think soups were involved in this? Yes. Is this going to fuel his anger towards I think them? So, Is that what, okay. Because Lamplighter, as they said before, killed Mallory's grandchildren, whoever that was. We know they've been involved. We know that he got files closed because what of, of what he was doing. Homelander's involved. And the worst part is for Homelander, he's not even going to remember who the fuck she was. I almost hope he doesn't. That just adds to it. But that's that's also makes the tie between Vought Corporation, Compound V, making soups, the CIA's involved. What did Becca know that got her taken out of the picture for eight years or killed entirely? I mean, A-Train literally killed the love of his life, quote. What a shame. To to save himself and yep. to keep this secret, to keep his lifestyle so the same. So selfish, dude. This runs deep. And I would have at least it one more time. Well, no, he other. had the porn he could watch instead. Yeah, but he should have just hit it one more time. I mean, he's got super speed. He could have been done in 12 seconds. Not he even he probably seconds. did. We just didn't see it. Oh, he, moved too fast. he used compound V and was super fast. In between yeah. the sticking the heroin needles in, they banged one out real quick. That, see, that's smart, dude. That's why she was so confused. She, she's like, she, ah, I thought we just had sex. She, she's she's like, why does my vagina hurt? Why do my arms hurt? I came, but I'm dying. <laughs> I came, but I'm going. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> but how dark was that? That was super dark. Willingly killing her. And I understand Homelander well, it just, threatens his life, basically, but... But it shows how much... It shows it, where his loyalty it, lies. He's, is he the shittiest person He's now? the shittiest I, I person. Because Homelander is it, a... Homelander's a sociopath level shitty. He's a bad dude. A-Train is, is a shitty I person. I consciously made the selfish decision because fuck anyone else. Yeah. Yep. That's That's worse. Yeah. I hope he... I hope I Homelander hope he, punches I all hope, right in I his know, chest. I know, I know not Ooh, everyone. What if he breaks his legs? That, something's got to happen. because I can't know, run anymore. That'd be great. Not everyone's going to die in this season. No. With the the villains. Can't. But I hope he dies. I I hate A-Train. Well, he's, he's, he's a the piece biggest. Of, he's a piece, piece of shit. shit. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, dude. He's the, he, he doesn't even, does he have any redeeming qualities? Like the deep, no. the deep, even though. Okay, he's a piece of shit. And this, a is quite of shit. A, this is a, quite a piece of work. Uh, for the writers to do this, but for some reason we like him, even though he was introduced as a completely horrible person, and yet we all find ourselves kind of like laughing, laughing at more him than and, anything. Yeah, but he he's funny. I want to watch him some more. Yeah, but when it comes to no, a trains just every second we he's just on don't screen, like him, which is good for the actor and and well done for the writers. But I fucking yeah. hate this character. Yeah, I mean he's not annoying. Meaning it's not he's not no. pleasant. No, 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 it's not pleasant to unwatch. It's not unpleasant to watch him, but he's definitely the character I think that's designed so that the audience just despises him. And he's almost just every a way. piece of shit. Dude. Yeah. yeah. The only hero that they've Breathe shown heavy twice in the microphone, Ryan, if he dies, don't, don't do that. 
<laughs> the only hero that they've shown to have any redeeming qualities outside of Starlight right now in this episode Maeve. more than any is Maeve. Yeah. We get a little bit more about her relationship as well, both to Homelander and to previous love interest. Alana. Maeve's a keeper. She's interesting because now she's into chicks too. I'm like, damn. Um, and I like that they put the, her, that aspect in the episode where they're also saying "pray away the gay." Yeah, I liked that yep. that double aspect, especially because Homelander borderline loves Maeve as well. But I guarantee he doesn't know about that so much. Yeah, about his, the about the with scissoring, Bible thumping alt right attitude he took in this episode, which of course the corporations didn't exactly want to see either. Scissor me but, timbers, but Maeve is. The only character that's kind of struggling between the two. You kind of piece of shit people on one end and Starlight on the other. And Maeve is bordering between responsible because she didn't stop it and what else could she have realistically done. She's conflicted on both sides like Starlight, just in a completely different I think there's a lot of similarities between the two. And I think Maeve is the, the sad, broken version of I accept this because of all that it brings me and it's worth it. Whereas Starlight casts it aside to she, stay true to who she is. She is what Starlight would become if Starlight, if Starlight let, gave it get, in. let it get to her. And I think that's the whole parallel with her and Maeve. And oh, I think Ryan, you're intelligent right now. Yes, you're right. I think the, the, the best parallel here is that Maeve is so jaded and conceited by the <laughs> fact that she has let them walk all over her and there's no redeeming herself now. No, she's, she's done. Too she's, she's too far gone. And Starlight. And you're, I think you're absolutely right. She is the, she yeah, is, she's the, oh, yeah. she represents if Starlight continued down this yeah. path. And I think that's why without getting into any spoilers or anything, that's why she continually has something to say to Starlight. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting to watch her kind of, Mold her, but not mold her, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, it, so Maeve is one of the, the most interesting characters in the show for the fact that she is what Starlight would become if Starlight just gave in and let everything get to her. And, she, and yeah. she's conflicted over it, which yeah. she's not all bad. Obviously, no, she clearly has a soups yeah. because what we see is a lot of these soups are just, you know, sociopaths. They don't have empathy towards the regular people. Nope. And Maeve is the Still exception. has a conscience. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that's tough to watch her not even be able to open up to Elena, Alana, whatever I can never pronounce. I don't remember Scissor sister. Her her previous lover side because, hustle. Because <laughs> side she side. she asks, you know, tell me what's going on. She's clearly not happy with Maeve. Side badge. Wait, what? <laughs> side badge. Oh, side badge. Got it. She's clearly not happy with Maeve showing up in her life again because that would be tough too. If you're celebrity, if you dated a celebrity and you could never get away from them and never really move on because they're always they're in your face, everywhere you go, dude, that would be tough. But Ugh, if I had to see my she, ex everywhere, oh my god, she asks Dive off Maeve to tell her what's That's up. That's why you to, just block him. <laughs> she asks Maeve to talk to her to open up, and Maeve can't even trust her anymore. Because of what she would reveal would be too dark. She has to carry this burden alone. Which means she's ashamed. She's Which ashamed. I thought that was very revealing. Because not only does she feel guilty, but she's ashamed. I yeah. don't think it's about, hey, I can't tell you what we did because I'm going to put your life in jeopardy. I No, think. it's she can't bear for Elena to look at her that way. Yeah. To, to have someone know that she could have done something. She's tormented right. by the plane scene. And she doesn't want anyone to know. Because that's too painful to reveal that you didn't do anything about it. But we see that she gave up 
what looks like a far more real relationship than what she had with Homelander to, for this power and glory. And it is very much, Ryan, your point. Starlight is choosing who she is and Huey over money, power, what Maeve decided to go for. And we see it at the end with Starlight's amazing speech and Huey's almost confession about what's going on. I, he I still was kind of hoping he, he did. I was hoping he would have said more. And tell her the truth, but he did tell her a, a lot of truth at that point that things were fucked up for him and and they embrace and they have this kind of sweet moment because that's what's real. All this other stuff is lies and fake and and bullshit, frankly, how we perceive Ezekiel to be versus how Homelander pretends to be versus the stoic face that Maeve puts on, and the only people who are open and realistic are Huey and Starlight. To some degree, but even then, he, we know he's lying to her, and it's tough to watch that too. But we 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 get to the the big reveal of this episode with Frenchie's relationship with the female, him trying to connect with her. He gets burned because A Train's watching porn. That was, that was weird. That was just weird. You basically killed the chick, and then you're going to go and watch the porn of her. Like, like, wouldn't you, like, I said this to Mike off air, wouldn't I, you, like, I, longingly look at pictures of the two of you that you loved and and No, dude, look, if no, I, if, he's like, let's go watch us fuck. If I made a fire-ass <laughs> porn tape like that, dude, I'd be like, a yeah, fire-ass uh, uh, porn uh, uh, tape. Uh, uh, look at that, dude, look how I've thrust my hips. Brian, yes, the camera is on you right now. Oh, okay, so <laughs> he was looking at himself. He was like, damn, I look good when I'm thrusting. He wasn't looking at her, dude. Yeah, I, you know what? I might buy that. Like uh, Christian Bale from American Psycho. Yeah, dude. Or... Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. This female chick, though, Karen Fukura, whatever mm-hmm. her name is, she's a keeper. If you look at some behind-the-scenes photos, she's actually kind of hot. What's her name, Karen? What? She played, uh, she was in Suicide Squad. Oh, she, she played uh, Katana. Katana. Oh, she did play she's Katana. She's got some big oh. tan photos. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, 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 hold on. What does she got now? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes, she does. I want to play with her katanas. I thought you were to play with my katana. So is Black Noir like Deadpool, Deadshot, or some sort of Batman? It seems surrogate? that way. Clearly, he can't talk, so there's that. He's got knives, and he's a murderer. He doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. Or is it, like you said, Ryan, cause it, can he not? Did Vought do something? What's up with that? But we learn that Frenchie had enough of a connection to her for her to defend him. Once again, relationships coming to the forefront of this episode. But we find out that she's a fucking soup. She yep. can regenerate, which we, we knew she was a soup well, to she, some yeah, degree. Yeah. But we didn't know that that was her power. We didn't know she was Wolverine. Exactly. Right. She yeah. basically is Wolverine. Yeah, pretty much. So my question is, she was being held up at the place where they were something to do with Compound V in the Chinatown district. Is her regenerative abilities part of the chemical were they making compound v off of her somehow that's where my brain's going with it awesome she regenerates if you have regenerative abilities maybe it makes it so that your wounds heal faster you don't get tired as quickly you are souped I i don't know if they could synthesize some compound but that's a story straight out of wolverine's storyline take his dna make other super people based on it so I could see that, and then if she's gone, maybe that's something. I'm just curious as to why she was locked up the whole time and why she's willing to help. Frenchie, whether or not they she speaks English and understands him, 
it seems like just the simple act of being treated like a human being and making her dinner, that simple kindness earned him so much that she risked her life to protect him or, or save him at least once. I'm interested to see how Butcher plays that out now because he doesn't trust or believe in any of the soups, and he says she's not a Spice Girl, but she <laughs> saved Frenchie at the same time. Yeah. And, and having someone who can't die against the people you're fighting is a pretty good ace in the hole. Yeah. So overall. It's interesting to see what they do with her. Yeah. Overall, Ryan, what did you think of episode five? Uh, give it over a 95%. I mean, it, th- this episode, again, it made me feel uncomfortable and it made me feel uncomfortable for the right reasons. And the fact that. There's multiple times where I was like, holy shit, I can't watch this because I'm so embarrassed or just these ideas and these things that they have going on in this episode are just so they hit home because there's a lot of it that's still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with also the fact that Homelander is just the creepiest motherfucker on the planet. I don't be cool though. He's so cool, <laughs> but he's so creepy. Um, this episode just had so many over-the-top things. We talked about the baby scene. Um, oh, he's going to murder that baby. I, like, he's going to murder that baby. He wants mom's attention, and the baby was mocking him. Oh, I, just love, I love that Elizabeth's shoe is still working with some nice boobs, some nice tatas. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. What, is she in her 50s? Uh, she's, I don't know. I'm gonna Those look. tatas look pretty good. Let's be, just, let's be douches for a second here. She's looking pretty good for her. She uh, is not, 55. Not bad. Yeah. Right, Thomas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Dave is. He's attractive. He's married sure. to Davis Guggenheim. I thought it was. Would you have a sex sandwich with them, Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Who? Elizabeth Shue and Anthony Starr. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, see? He'd get down and dirty with that. I, here's the thing. It'd be kind of weird though from what i saw last episode nah just nah, you know dude, baby, just embrace nah, baby play just, just go with happen, it dude. Like just, mama. You uh, just, uh, i'd just be really upset if you didn't <laughs> i'd just be really upset if you didn't like throw in like a karate kid line like sweep the leg or something what? during it yeah dude because she's karate kid i don't get it she's in karate kid Sorry, oh what i don't she? think he's thinking yeah, about karate dude. kid oh. right now no i'm thinking about Mama, some, some child play. Oh, Chucky. Uh, oh, that's. I'm weird. so confused, dude. That's weird. Anyways, ninety over ninety five percent. Mike, what about you? Final thoughts on the episode? Amazing episode. Probably the best episode of the season. They keep getting better and better. A lot of development on our core characters, which is needed, especially when we're dealing with a season with only eight episodes. We have what three episodes three left? Yeah. So we learned quite a bit about the butcher and where he's at. Uh, we're dealing, uh, we learned what Huey's really working with here and what he's going through, guilt and guilt as a motivator. Uh, he's guilty that he's moving forward, but he's also guilty if he doesn't push forward. It's complicated, and I love it because life is complicated. So to give yeah. Huey a character who's definitely the, if I had to pick one character in this entire show uh, that's grounded. He's the grounded character. He's the most oh, relatable easily. character. Yeah. And he's dealing with real relatable types of issues, guilt, you know, remorse, uh, possibly struggling with a little bit of, Hey, am I a hypocrite? 
Uh, yeah. Shame. Shame. Look at the look at how he admired Starlight at the end of her speech yeah. because he's dealing with that. The fact that she called out the people that are controlling her on stage. I love that he clapped and yeah. no one else did. That was fantastic. I, because it shows you what he's going through, that he feels like he's a part of the problem. He doesn't feel like he's a part of the solution. No. He feels like he's a part of the problem. So this entire episode was just tied together so neatly and cohesively. Uh, so, yeah, excellent. I agree. I think this episode was fantastic. I loved relationships and our characters are what make us stick around. Supernatural is the quintessential for us example of that. And for all the plane crashes, all the ass bombs, you know, in the previous episodes, it's the relationships here that are the hardest to watch. Huey and Starlight getting closer, but knowing he's going to betray her and let her down. Butcher pushing people to do things that they're not comfortable with. And where he's unhinged and what he suffers from, you know, Maeve struggling, Homelander and Stillwell's creepy relationship. Mm-hmm. All these aspects are are tough to watch for various different reasons, and they work phenomenally well. Hiding who we are and trying to pretend for the sake of everyone else or for the sake of money or for the sake of security and the idea that Unfortunately, as as Mike said earlier, faith is supposed to be where you're supposed to be safe. And too often people take advantage of that and abuse that. And it's a very true reality that's unfortunate. And I think they did a very good job here of showing that people with faith are not the problem. It's the institutions and the people with power who prey on those with faith that is the problem. I thought this episode was fantastic and I it was funny as fuck. And I'm just waiting for the last three and I'm going to be mad when I'm done because season two won't be out by the time I'm done. So another great episode. And again, if everybody needs to share that you need to watch the boys and tell everybody else to watch it as well. We know everyone has Amazon prime. Let's, let's get real. So that's going to do it here for the crossroads presents hang with the boys. Another great episode. Looking forward to the next one. Three left. It it can't get here fast enough. And I'm going to be sad when it's over at the same time, but thank you all for listening. And we'll see you all next time. You should fuck off, Huey.